Welcome everyone live from CRC North Kilo in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to CRC Live on Bringbank Live. My name is Olivia and my co-hosts today are Jackie, Hannah and Jennifer. Our special guest today is Manny Gambin, College Development Officer. Hi Manny, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Olivia. So can you describe what you do here at CRC North Kilo? Well, I have a number of roles here, so it's... um slowly transition to working with the outside community, mainly our feeder primary schools. I still have one class that I do, which is the elective where we go outside and try different activities such as sailing and so on. But my prime role these days is working with the primary schools and uh, showing any prospective families our school and telling them a little bit about our school in the hope that uh, they'll enroll. Um, What are you most passionate about with your work here at the college? Well, I I seem to have a diverse range of interests. So um, some of you girls may have heard about my interest in the Philippines and so we're trying to uh, reinstate that. So three years ago, we took a group of students to the Philippines to do some community service work because I'm a big believer in giving back. And I think uh, parents these days try real hard to give their children everything uh, that they want almost. And sometimes kids forget that there's probably a need to give back to the community. So I'm very interested in trying to get that back up and running. And um, I'm a big believer in trying to give kids, especially from the Western suburbs, because I was born and raised here and give them an opportunity to do things that they otherwise may not have tried. So that's why I do the um, sailing and so on. When you, Sorry. You've run this trip in the past. Have you noticed a change in the students when they've come back from it? Uh, For many students, it's uh, a life changer and uh, really opens up their eyes. Coincidentally, one of our new staff members, Erica, who now works in reception, says that her son, remember he went three years ago, still talks uh, very affectionately about his time away in the Philippines. So yes, for many children, it really is a, a an opportunity to grow up because they get to see firsthand what life is like for many people around the world. And it's uh, that is the poorer people around the world. And that isn't anything like what we're used to. So I, I think it's very important. It's a shame that not everyone can have that experience. When you explain to parents of prospective students how CRC North Killer prepares its students for transition to VC and life after VC, what do you say to them? Well, for me, I, I like to say I like the line that we're a small school doing big school stuff because even though uh, when compared to other schools where we're quite small in population, just under 700 students, if you look at all the things that we do here, it really rivals any of the big schools. We just had that group come back from uh, the NASA trip, you know, to the USA. We had a group that went to the Indigenous immersion earlier in the year. We really have a whole lot of things going on. It's not just about holidays, but there's always activities going on. Today, for example, I'm joining a group of students who are going to Crown Casino where they'll experience fine dining and so on. So we're not just about what happens in a classroom. And I also think that whilst uh, a lot of learning happens in the classroom, 
a lot of learning happens outside the classroom. And I think CRC North Keelor is just terrific at giving students opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. Just look at what you girls are doing right now. You've got a set of headsets on, you're broadcasting to the rest of the world and not many schools get a chance to do that. So relish it, take it on board, enjoy it. And it's all part of growing up. There's skills needed to succeed in VC university and work much different to when you started teaching? No, I think that uh, pretty much uh, what's expected of people is the same, which is application, responsibility, diligence, uh, a passion for your work. And I think uh, people are very good at reading the signs. And so if you're an individual who has those qualities, they'll shine through. But if you're an individual who tries to fake those qualities, it won't be too long before you're discovered. And so I think if you've got those those skills, if you've got those characteristics, then I think you'll do well. Can I just add um, that that is why universities have changed the way they take people on board. It used to be 100% on the ATAR score. Now it's only three out of every uh, 10 students who go to university solely on ATAR. They know that a good score doesn't say that you can do a job well. It's the characteristic of the person that's important. All right. Uh, Can you tell us about some of the success stories of alumni who have graduated from the school? Wow, uh, that one's caught me off guard. But we, we've had a lot of students do exceptionally well here. And so um, I think whether it be in the area of trades or whether it be in the area of academic studies and so on, I'm trying to think off the top of my head uh, of a few names. And, um, and so I, I guess I wasn't prepared for that one. But what I can say is students are very good at achieving their goals. So whether they be studying law or whether it be operating a business, they've done exceptionally well. And and CRC North Keelor has been fortunate enough to have many, many different success stories. Yeah, definitely. Do you know some of the qualities that they would have that we should also adopt so we can be as successful as them? Look, I think it's really good to dream big. And so I think that uh, what I always say to people is never sell yourself short. Always, always go for what it is that you want to achieve in life and then should, for whatever reason, you uh, initially don't get what you want, then you adjust what it is you're aiming for and who knows, maybe at some point in the future you'll get there. Maybe I can use myself as an example. I always wanted to be a lawyer and, and when I finished year 12, I didn't quite get the results that I needed to get into law. But then as I experienced life, got a little bit better, I guess more sophisticated in my approach and so on. I reset the entrance exam and I was uh, given a position at um, uh, Monash Law Faculty. And so I didn't get it first time round, but I did get it a little bit later. It's a case of readjusting and fine tuning your goals. Oh, thank you. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to CRC Live on Bring Bank Live, live from CRC North Kilo in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Olivia and my co-hosts today are Jackie, Hannah and Jennifer. And our special guest today is Manny Gambin, College Development Officer. What should students graduating from CRC North Killer this year expect to face in VC next year? Well, I've been working in the VC area for over 20 years. And so, rightly or wrongly, I think that year 11 
is uh, not such a big jump from year 10, but I think it's a case of approaching it the right way. And by that, I mean that you use it as a foundation in which to build your approach for year 12. So even though I think the work is not really hard, I think it's not about the work, it's more about learning the approach. How do you study? How do you prepare? How do you get those notes ready? How do you approach your work? And so you learn those skills through year 11 so that in year 12 you can um, really attack it with a passion that you're really prepared, you know what's expected of you and you, you really give it your best shot because if you give it your best shot, that's all that can be expected of you. In your work, you deal with a lot of parents. What advice do you give them in the support of a child who's entering VCE? So with parents, I mean, parents, uh, they always come from a good place. Their heart is always in the right place. They want their child to be the best person that they can be. But so at the same time, sometimes parents may put a bit too much pressure on their child. And it's uh, for some reason, I'll give you homework as an example. Parents are often of the opinion that unless uh, children are in their room studying, 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 they're not using time uh, as effectively as they, they could. And, and I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. So I think there needs to be that balance. So I think children should be getting out there, enjoying a bit of sport, enjoying a bit of interaction and having a bit of downtime so that when it is time for work, they can approach it 100%. So I think parents uh, sometimes can be a bit too enthusiastic and possibly put a little bit too much pressure on their children. For children who have a clear idea of what they want to do after VC, but their parents don't want them to do that. What do you say to them? Oh, it's all about negotiation and discussion, isn't it? So you've got to see where the parents are coming from. Without a specific example, I can't really talk to it. But but I think sometimes parents may have a better view of what uh, the children may be thinking of it. And then on other occasions, it may be just the parents are not really in the know. So i Without an example, maybe I can come up with one myself. For example, being a chef. If my child was to say to me that they wanted to be a chef, I'm not so sure I'd be uh, really happy with that. And I'll tell you why. Because often when you work as a chef, depending on where you work, your hours are stagnated. If you work in a pub, for example, the lunch is often between 12 and 2. So a chef is required to work in the morning. And then at, say, 3 o'clock when all the cooking's done, they basically no longer working and they resume working at five o'clock. So it's a split shift. It's a very long day. Plus, as a chef, especially if you're a young chef, you're working when everybody else generally is going out on your Friday nights, your Saturday nights, and that can be pretty hard on a young person. So I can see a parent saying, oh, you might want to rethink that one. And so um, I get that uh, sometimes difference in opinion about what is a good job and what isn't. How important is VCE to achieving success in life? Well, VCE as a stepping stone to growing as a person is very important because in VCE, your thinking changes and what happens is they bring in a lot more of what's called critical thinking, the way you think about a particular aspect. And so it's important to your development 
as a person. But for me, remembering, even though these days most students will go right up to and complete year 12 in some jobs that may not necessarily be as crucial uh, as it is for others. So if you want to do a professional job which requires university training, it's a must. Um, but then there are others who, ha having been someone who was in charge of work experience before, time and time again I've come across students who went in year 10, they've had a placement, and then at the end of their placement the, um, the bosses have been so impressed by the individual that they want them to come and work there and then as an apprenticeship. Well, that's someone who's shown the maturity responsibility and skills to do the job well. Is VC important in that particular case? No, but you need to always look at a case-by-case, individual-by-individual scenario. So it's, a, it, it's hard to answer that for everyone, but in general, it is important. A lot of kids these days think that school stores, especially in year 11 and 10, is like a life or death situation for their future. What advice would you give to people who think that? So what was the initial part? They think it, that... It's like life or death. Like, you know, it's the biggest thing but, to think uh, about. I missed the first part, the school. Uh, like scores. Okay. Uh, no, because I always think that uh, as I used with, as I said with my example for law, I didn't get in there initially. It was still important for me. I worked hard and I got in there eventually. Sometimes it's a case of reworking what you're after as well. Maybe... I'm not, I'm not sure everybody is capable of doing every job uh, simply because they may not be at that level of maturity just yet. But I think as long as an individual does their best, that's all that can be asked. But it has to be genuine. They really have to be putting in the effort. They really have to be studying. They really have to be making inquiries. So I really think that's a... a a very important aspect uh, of it. Can I just say one more thing? I'm not sure if it's entirely related, but if we're talking about maximising your scores, what a lot of students don't think about doing when they're in year 12, and it's something I really encourage, is to work with someone else. It's like a team approach so that you're bouncing ideas of someone else you go to school with. When I used to teach year 12 business and legal, I always used to say to the students, we are one group almost a family against everyone out there because we're competing with everybody out there. So let's work together. Let's harness each individual's skills and talents and let's better ourselves by working with everyone else within the class. So we're not working against everyone in the class. We're working with everyone in the class. And that can certainly help you improve your knowledge and your understanding of the subject you're doing. I think that's a good hint, that one. Yeah, 100%. Uh, what do you say to those students and parents who are feeling anxious about what VC will bring to their families over the next two years? Look, uh, all parents can really do is support their children, but their anxiety comes from uh, some really good places. It's not just about, um, I don't want children to think that their parents are anxious just because they're not sure if the child is going to get into the course they seek. The parents are often anxious because they can see their, their children working really, really hard, putting hours upon hours of work, and they become concerned for them. You know, the kids start to look a little bit tired. Sometimes they go off their food a little. Sometimes they don't socialise as much. And the parents have this genuine fear about their child's well-being. So it comes from a good place. 
How important is ha- having life after VC in mind now in year 10? Uh, I think it's really important to have uh, life during VC as well. That's what I was saying before about that balance. It can't be just books and it can't just be studying and it can't just be a focus on where you want to head. It has to be this mixture, this balance or else um, you'll find that you're not going to achieve your goal because you won't be able to work to capacity. You won't be able to produce your best. Um, How important do you think it is to think about the careers that we want now? Really important because I actually think it gives you a bit of motivation. So if you're thinking a little bit about the different jobs that are out there, the different courses that are out there, then it may really uh, be a good uh, motivator for you, really give you that uh, uh, incentive you need to put in that bit of extra work. So if I can give you another hint again, sorry about this, but um, open days, traditionally year 10 students and the time has passed for us now because the open days have, have gone, but Traditionally, year 10 students are not too good at going to open days because they think, oh, it's not for a couple of years, whereas I think it's a great time to start in uh, year 10. And whilst you may have missed the boat this year, certainly in year 11, you should make it an absolute priority to get to those universities, see the different courses on offer. And you know what I also tell the students who do decide to go? To have a look at all those other students who are there and see that they have made the effort to go on a weekend and to make some inquiries and to see what it involves and see what it is they need to produce in order to get there because they are your competition. And that may also work as a great incentive. Look, I want to beat all these kids, these thousands of kids that have given up their weekend to go check. I need to make sure I put in the same effort all the way through year 12. And year 11, as I said, in year 11, you build the foundations. In fact, you're always building the foundations, but you step up in year 11. What sort of characteristics do you think universities are looking for nowadays? Well, that's a great question. And depending on the university you go to, um, they'll all be looking for different things. But it may be a pertinent time to mention the early entry schemes because universities now know that your ability to regurgitate what you read is not enough, is not a good indicator of how well you can do a job. They're looking for different things. Now, I'll use La Trobe Uni as an example because I've worked very closely with them in the past. They really value community service, volunteering, and leadership. That's why our school has gone to great lengths to work with students such as yourselves. Here you are uh, in year 10 and look what you're doing. You are spearheading a, a radio program. You are talking to an adult. You're asking terrific questions. You're not just in a classroom going through a book. You're learning how it is or what you need to do in order to interact with adults and so on. You've gone through a leadership program. All this sort of stuff sets you up perfectly for the future and for life after school. But universities want to see students who have that responsibility and have that maturity. That's another reason why we do the Philippines trip, for example. What does it say about a 15-year-old who's prepared to give up their holidays to go to another country in oppressive climate? It is hot, very hot, and help people they don't even know. And it's not like they're just doing simple tasks. They're digging, they're mixing cement, they're carrying bricks. I think it says so much about the person's character.
And that's what universities are after. All right, that's all we have time for today. Thank you to our guest, Manny. It's been a great pleasure talking to you today. Live from CRC North Kilo in Melbourne, Australia, you've been listening to CRC Live on Bring Bank Live. My name is Olivia and my co-hosts today were Jackie, Hannah and Jennifer. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.